Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Video Games Now podcast. It's uh, Rodney joined by Will. Hey. Hey, and uh, today we're going to talk about Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, Will's played a little bit, and I've played, uh, I'd say, at least a day's worth. And uh, we're going to talk about the Game Awards as well. And uh, sorry we didn't record a podcast last week. Uh, work schedules slash nothing to really talk about. Uh, we uh, <laughs> uh, we uh, feel bad, and we're going to make up for it in this podcast. It's going to be a good one. So, uh, Will, uh, Game Awards, what were your initial thoughts? Um, I was really excited. It was uh, a lot more than I thought, very long, compared to when it was just on the internet before. Now that they got a... What was the deal they picked? Was it CBS or... Uh, I think so. I can't remember. I, like, yeah, watched it so in haste, yeah. Being put on TV, they, uh, went all out and, uh, spent a lot more money than, uh, they're used to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. It's so the biggest thing, Hans Zimmer. <laughs> yeah, Hans Zimmer's theme was freaking awesome. So, um, anyways, yeah. So we'll, uh, let's uh, get into it. All that coming up right now. All right, so the Game Awards were the big announcements. Uh, a couple of big announcements in that during that uh, time. Uh, I think the one you're most excited for, Will, was uh, the Anthem uh, Game Awards trailer. Oh yeah! Now that I can see that the game actually has a story as uh, just as much as action. Yeah, I'm sold. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's gonna be. Uh, it looks like uh, the game's gonna be action-packed and uh, definitely it's gonna draw me it's gonna be like a playstation game uh is it for the playstation i can't remember it's on everything i just yeah. haven't figured out what to pick it up for i've got it pre-ordered on uh deluxe edition for both consoles oh <laughs> <laughs> until i figure out which one i want to actually buy nice um is it up for pc and, and is it crossplay or no I don't know if they've announced it for PC. Uh, I, I know there is um, PS4 and Xbox. So. I, th- I think um, I'm going to stay away from PC. If there's a console version available, I'm going to get the console version because I've just been having a lot of issues streaming yeah. with my P- with both my PCs. Like if one if my if I'm on my desktop PC for the game and then streaming from my laptop, it's just like a fucking plethora of issues. Yeah, Anthem is a console, so we'll be able to decide. Uh, if you either buy a PS4, we can get it on that so we can play with everyone else, or we'll just get it on uh, Xbox and we'll play with our uh, few other friends. Well, hey, <laughs> Christmas is like three weeks away, so maybe Santa will uh, get me a PS4. <laughs> I, I've been good this Santa. year. Yeah. Santa, huh? Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll send uh, Santa some Facebook messages with little hints. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're on a paper, so I can't really write him a letter. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, uh, anyway, so yeah, I'm just going to watch a trailer for Anthem again here. I'm just trying to open our, our website so I can just throw a bunch yeah. of trailers on everywhere. But um, I'm 
I'm really happy with how Bioware's been teasing this game. They've been playing it on Twitch from their actual studio. So letting people see more gameplay every little little bit. Um, but everyone, the biggest question everyone had was, this is Bioware. Does this game have story? All we see is this action, this open world, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, now with this new trailer, they delivered uh, a story-driven element that has me a lot more excited for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're going to release a video here pretty quick on YouTube um, about this issue, but um, I'm I'm very concerned that Anthem and a couple of other games that they announced in, in, at the Game Awards are going to be basically be released unfinished like a lot of games were this year. I don't think Anthem will. This is Bioware. Um, Bioware basically only works on one game at a time. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm going to quick... Uh, fast travel a little bit, but Bioware also announced, uh, with just a tease, Dragon Age 4. Oh, shit. At the Game Awards. You saw it, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. remember. Like, it was I, just I, a tease. Like, yeah. there is no gameplay. There is nothing. It just showed um, Solo Solus's voice. I can't remember what he said, but that was it, and then it had the Dragon Age uh, symbol. Right. I highly doubt we'll see that game again for, like, another year. <laughs> yeah. So. so, I don't think you're going to have to worry about that. Bioware is really good for delivering full games. Uh, Mass Effect was a full game. People just had problems with um, some bugs. Uh, which Sorry, which game? The last Mass Effect. Remember, it got panned oh, yeah. uh, and, universally because and, uh, of like some of the cinematics and stuff. Andromeda, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, all right, anyways, next we have... Uh, Crash Bandicoot Team Racing Nitro Field. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be nostalgic as fuck. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, sir? I am in really excited. It's a collection of the remaster of the three um, uh, re- uh, CTR games. Basically, it, they it looked like they also said I can't remember. It's a full remaster, but it's gonna have updated graphics, online play, customization. I think, and I think they also said they were gonna add a couple new levels. Yeah, yeah, uh, I remember you saying that for sure. Yeah. Um, I yeah, like I, I did watch the game awards, but I definitely skimmed through a lot of it because <laughs> I didn't have a three hours to kill. Yeah, I'll keep you up to date. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, so. it comes out uh, June twenty first, so uh, this is just two days before my birthday. So yeah, I who should, knows what I'll be playing? <laughs> I should know when that is. It's June something, June June twenty third, right? Yeah. Ah, yeah, I'm good. See, I care. <laughs> I just basically teased it, so. Well, I just remembered it's it was on uh, when we had that retro uh, game thing going on. Uh, oh, yeah, which year. we never went to. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Brooks went and took, like, two pictures and, and, and represented us really well. <laughs> Shout out to Brooks. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we have... Uh, yeah, Crash Bandicoot Racing. I um, I think I did play a little bit of CTR back in the day, back when uh, my cousin was cool and they had a PS4, and um, I was trying to f- figure out where to take that joke, but it's not going anywhere. So, um, anyways, um, so yeah, next to it we have the uh, Outer Worlds uh, announcement trailer. So, that one has me really excited. Yeah, it's uh, Obsidian's new game. It's an RP- It's a RPG similar to Fallout New Vegas, and it's set to release in 2019. But it's also brought back the um, original creators of Fallout. Oh yeah, is that right? Yeah, because Fallout wasn't uh, wasn't developed originally by Bethesda. Oh, I see. Um, okay. Another studio did. I don't think it was Obsidian, but. Then um, Bethesda licensed out the, the rights to build a Fallout game, and then they bought the rights. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so next we have... So, actually, let's let's just check out Outer World if it looks... I'm just going to watch it again. It, it looks good. Like, I'm excited. It's got an interesting art style, for sure. That's what I remember. This kind of like basically looks exactly like Fallout. Well, it's basically the same people that created Fallout, so they wanted to continue, but now that they no longer own the rights, right? They're trying to start a new franchise. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, it looks really good, actually. I'll put, I'll, I'll put all these videos on our on our uh, website. Mm -hmm. So, awesome. Okay. Um, all right. So, uh, beginning of the uh, beginning of the um, game awards, uh, the three CEOs were on stage together, which was kind of amazing um, to see that. Reggie Filome is still my favorite. Like, if we could get an interview with Reggie Filome on the show, I'd be. He would be I'd, the one I'd go for. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd fucking retire right there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was huge. That was something no one expected. Once you got all three of them out on the stage at the same time, everyone was like a standing ovation. Gave like a standing ovation. Yeah, I, I know. Um, and then to top it off, Hans Zimmer's like opening theme, like epic as fuck. Oh yeah. Like, I don't even want to know how much that costs to get him on board. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, but uh, um, they mentioned that they were going to focus a little bit more on crossplay. So, yeah, they said they're uh, looking towards a future of playing together. <laughs> finally, it's only 2018. Jesus. So. Well, I think like they're realizing now with Fortnite being a free-to-play game, they're not losing any money allowing crossplay. No, no. Everyone still buys skins. You know, it's... It's stupid. Like, And now Fortnite's announced uh, they're also going to unlock accounts. Yeah. Which is about time. Yeah. Unlo yeah, well, no shit. Sony's just being a fucking baby about it. So I'll be able to take my account onto my Xbox. I'll be able to take my account onto my Switch. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so trying to find our ah, uh, fuck it. Never mind. Uh, uh, another one they announced though. Uh, this was uh, unexpected for me. Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three, the Black Order. I've never been into Marvel games, so this is gonna be all you, buddy. This uh, uh, I was talking to Brian about the uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance the day of the video game awards. And we were talking about how good the first one was, and the second one was kind of just, uh, nah. <laughs> but, um, literally, a couple hours later, they spring up and announce Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order, which is going to be a Nintendo Switch, uh, exclusive. Yeah, that doesn't sound appealing to me at all. It's kind of like a beat-em-up, but it's got a really good, uh, story to it, and, uh, cinematics, it's... It's a really fun game. I'm really looking forward to number three. All right. So, I'm not going to buy that game. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I know yeah, you won't. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't look interesting at all to me. Um, actually, on that note, though, um, Nintendo has, like, a long period of time where they don't release anything worth anybody's fucking time. And then, like, literally in the last two months, like, they've had back-to-back -back AAA titles. And now it's like I'm literally only playing Switch, and I don't give a shit about my Xbox or any or anything else. Yeah, but then like February will come, and then you'll be back on this, uh, your Xbox. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Um, so Far Cry New Dawn was uh, announced as well, and uh, it says it releases February fifteenth. That seems a little soon, doesn't it? It does, but I'm betting they just took the same. Um, engine and yep. world of Far Cry 5 and just changed it uh, destroyed buildings and did stuff like that Yeah, it's because a, it's uh, set in a post-apocalyptic version of it setting New Ho uh, Hope County yeah that's what it says it takes place after the events of Far Cry 5 If spoiler alert at the end of Far Cry 5 which was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life um, they it, basically Armageddon hits and uh, wipes out the whole world pretty much yeah. So, which is totally, like, I don't even know how to put it into words. Like, because the whole game seemed pretty put together in terms yeah. of story. Like, basically go kill this, like, you know, father of the, you know, cult. cult. And uh, yeah. you're like, yeah. And then he's like, and then he basically, you basically you get to kill him, but you don't at the same time. Like, you get, like, the world kills him. Like, the natural natural disaster kills him. And it, like, it's totally anticlimactic. <laughs> Mm. So uh, I don't know. I'm pretty excited for uh, New Dawn. It says it's going to launch, like you said, February, um, but it's also only going to launch for forty dollars. Maybe, maybe they realize it's not more than half a game. 
Probably. It's just a continuation spinoff, right? It's going to be still big, but it's going to be like just like um, Far Cry 4 and Far Cry Primal using the same engine as 3. Yeah. Um, I, I would... Like, if they used the existing world, that would really cut down production time for sure. That's why I think they did, is they just took Hope County and destroyed buildings and stuff like that, right? Yeah. I'm still excited. The trailer looks good. Those two uh, badass sisters uh, kind of scare me. Yeah, I would not want to cross them in, uh, in the back of uh, Hope County Church. <laughs> no. And now it's like post-apocalyptic. Uh, post it's like everyone uh, is out for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> you see the like the freaking poster or like um, on, for the game uh, has the guy tied to a car with them with like... Uh, freaking crossbows about to shoot him <laughs> I need to look at that more closely because that kind of looks like the father in a way but the YouTube plaything is uh, stopping me mm. yeah look at that post-apocalyptic Hope County I just saved that shit <laughs> you tried to <laughs> yeah I tried to um, yeah Far Cry 5 was a lot of fun but like I said the ending was super anticlimactic and it made me not want to play the the like finish the game and do all the collectibles and play the DLC like that it literally finished it for me that's why I like Far Cry 3 and in a lesser state even Far Cry 4 even though it just used the same engine and changed the setting um the ending kept the game going for me oh yeah you know like everything that I I played that game for all the hours I put in mm. actually made sense <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't just like a slap in the face. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Anthem trailer. I'm like trying to multitask here as best I can because I want to play. Um, I, I want to play uh, Smash, but we'll talk about that later. I don't. Want, I was yeah. trying to. I was, I was gonna make it a segue into the next section, but uh, we're not ready. Oh, we still got a few more games. Uh, there's also Journey to the Savage Planet. Uh, a new game from oh, a brand new studio as well um, that's made from the developers who worked on Assassin's Creed and Batman Arkham Asylum. Mm -hmm. uh, Journey to the Savage Planet coming in 2019. The game is an upbeat adventure game focusing on the exploration of a hostile alien planet with little to no resources. Though the concept is prime material for another battle royal or survival game, this developer state that is purely an adventure game. We're still a bit in the dark about what to expect from the game, but the developers have stated in a press release what the game's e uh, essence is all about. And from what I saw from the trailer, it looks like a survival game. Um, is there a game that you can think of that's similar to it to kind of give us an idea? There's one on PC, I'm just trying to remember, but it's a little different. Like this one you get like you on a savage planet. Uh, the other one is like you're freaking on an island. I just can't remember the name. Is it The Raft? Uh, I can't remember. That doesn't sound like something I played. Uh, it's really good. It's like a survival game. But just like that, you have like no resources and you have to build a raft and check out other islands, but you have to always go back home. You get tired and you can always get attacked too by like sharks and stuff and when you're swimming or fishing and yeah. Awesome. Um, so um, I, I, I stick to a lot of mainstream games. I'm trying to branch out a bit and you keep recommending all these games that are, that are coming out that are great. So I... Um, I just don't have time to play them anymore. Either, that's the other thing. I know. I end up buying a game and it takes a little while for me to finish. Yeah. So. Alright, anyways. Uh, get rid of that tab. So, uh, there was one more here. Um, well, we also... There's the Stanley Parables coming back. Yep. And which, not really care about. I bought that on freaking Steam maybe five years ago. Right. Yeah. And then there's also Hades. Hades, Hades looks good. I was watching a couple people play uh, play that. Yeah, Bastion and, and uh, Pyre developer Supergiant announces Hades, a roguelike dungeon crawler available in early access right now on Epic Game Store. It has the same uh, uh, isometric look as their previous games, which is also which is good enough for me. Yeah, but during the trailer, like when the guy died and he goes back home, like to the, his home, he's like, "Oh, I died again, huh?" Yeah. Well, time to start all over again. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, another one we have is where is it here? Ah, the last campfire. Brand new game uh, project from the developers of No Man's Sky. Developers of No Man's Sky, is that what you said? Yeah, brand new uh, project from them called uh, The Last Campfire. The Last Campfire follows the last ember as it searches for a way home. The ember will encounter fellow lost souls as it makes it trek across strange wildernesses and along the way may also find uh, meaning. While The Last Campfire doesn't have any console platforms announced yet, it is available to add to your Steam wish list. So, um, do you... Th- <clears throat> Sorry, do you think that um, the dudes over in... Uh, uh, um, what was the game you just mentioned? God damn it, not not the one No you, Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Do you think the, the dudes over at... No, uh, and dude that's over at No Man's Sky realize um, that they gotta put things in the game to uh, make it fun? Well, they did after. Like, it took No Man's Sky, like, two years before it actually became a full game, but... That's, uh, I don't know. It's yeah. probably a game I'm going to skip on until I read reviews. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm a for little sure. worried about that. For sure. Um, yeah. Another huge one I was really excited about, though, was Atlas. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember... Watch the trailer right now. It's a brand new game from the creators of Ark Survival evolved it's an ambitious looking pc and console mmo featuring ship battles mythological creatures combat and more arcade this yeah it's called atlas or atlas sorry atlas it looks amazing like there's parts in there that look like sea of thieves there's parts in there that look like world of warcraft like this is an mmo that has me excited shit yeah this looks good yeah this looks really good It's coming through, it says, while the console version is coming in 2019 through the Xbox One game preview program. So I'm wondering if, um, oh wait, actually, I think this game is going to be exclusive to PC and uh, Xbox. Oh no, it'll probably just be on the game preview. Well, good, then uh, I'll play it because I have a good PC. Oh yeah, Um, and... It'll most likely have cross-platform as an MMO, hopefully, so... Yeah. I, I don't like playing MMOs on uh, PC, if I can help it. Well, they only recently started coming out with uh, MMOs on console. Because I remember... Yeah, yeah, I remember playing, like, everything on PC, and it was just a little, like, complicated at times. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's doable, but... Um, I remember thinking way back, I think it was in 2012 or 2013, I was playing, um, um... Guild Wars? No, uh, ser- um... Starts with an S, holy shit. We were talking about it, like, a couple months ago. Oh, the one that just came back out on console. Yeah, 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 Sarah, Sarah or something. I can't remember. Anyways, so yeah, I was yeah. playing that game on, on PC, but I was getting so freaking frustrated with the controls on the PC that I... Terra. Terra, that's what it was. Um that I literally switched to, con- to um, like, using a controller on a PC MMO, a freaking controller. So, <laughs> um, it wasn't awful. Um, I just got frustrated throughout that game because there was PK dudes everywhere. And I just yeah. wanted to cry. So, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it was fun. And I'm just glad that they, like, Black Desert was fun. Um... But at the same time, it's like... Way too repetitive. Yeah, it but... Go here, go there, talk to this person, talk to this person, talk to this person, kill these. Yeah, it was... Meh. But most it's MMOs are It's not an like MMO that. for me. <laughs> yeah. Most MMOs are like that, though. Like, that's kind of the sad part. Um, I don't know. I found, like, World of Warcraft, um, maybe not, like, the very first gen, but, like, once they started releasing expansions and... Um, what was it back a couple years ago the uh, Lord of the Rings MMO and uh, even like Elder Scrolls Online now there's a lot of story like it's a yeah. story driven game yeah. that's what really makes me go back yeah so what um there was a Fable MMO coming out wasn't there or an online version of that did they did, there was they... an online uh, version but it was like a four player kind of like tower defender type thing okay so, like, take a game like, like, Fable Five or Fable Five, Fable Three, where you're striving to be the king or whatever. Like, take a game like that. Why can't that be an MMO? Like, 
you know like it wasn't repetitive it's like it give you very specific tasks to do and then you could just earn experience along the way if you wanted that's what i mean yeah. you know yeah like this one it's like go talk to this person now walk across the other end of the freaking town and talk to this person and yada 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 or go to the next town <laughs> yeah it, yeah it was and then it's like oh kill 10 of these things oh kill 10 of these things it was just yeah it kill was, 50 you oh yeah kill 50 yeah and then oh get a staff that's really hard to get you have to kill like 50 of those things to get five staffs it's like fuck yeah. it was stupid and then the fucking game just kept crashing yeah yeah the game crashed so hard was a beta but still <laughs> yeah uh, there's an, a couple other games, but one that I kind of want to touch on that I'm a little confused about is the new Ancestors. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's that one where you play as an ape. Oh, okay. Have you seen the trailer? Probably not. I'd probably skip that part. That was near the end, I wasn't think, it? Uh, close to it, yeah, yeah. It's by the creator of um, Assassin's Creed, Patrice Desolettes, and his new studio, Panche Digital Games. Yeah. Um, their new game uh, has you feet, uh, explore the jungles and savannas of Africa while surviving the harsh ecosystems and fighting off predators. You'll take part playing multiple generations of human ancestry from early apes to Lucy, the closest and earliest relative to human. Awesome. All right, well, why don't we uh, talk about the winners of the Game Awards 2018? So, there was a lot of categories going on, and, it, I mean, there were a lot of good games this year, but like I said, there's a lot of games that were unfinished. You know, like, Battlefield Five, like, it's like 50% done still, like, we're still waiting on, like, three modes. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Call of Duty was unfinished, and, oh yeah, it was bad. It was freaking bad. So... Uh, top no some of the top nominated games include AAA titles like God of War, Red Dead Redemption 2, which was also unfinished, um, as well as indie games like Celeste and Return of the Oberdin. So the Game Awards also honored eSports, giving awards to the biggest game, best team, and best player across a variety of games. So uh, here we go. Game of the Year. Um, the uh, nominees were Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Celeste, God of War, Marvel's Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, and Red Dead Redemption 2. And who do you think won? I think, well, you know who won that, but yeah, the winner obviously was uh, God of War, which uh, was a finished game, actually, wasn't it? Oh, it was a huge game. It was definitely finished. Nice. So that's, that's good. Um, all right, so now we have, of course, uh, the best ongoing game, which we have Destiny 2, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, Overwatch, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. And surprise, surprise, Fortnite won that. again. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, best Fortnite game. also won uh, best multiplayer game. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are millions of players playing it, so yeah, you know, its its population is always very high. All right, best game direction. Uh, we have A Way Out. We have Detroit Become Human. We have God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Literally the year of us doing podcasts is like flashing before my eyes here. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, we started this podcast in February. So, <clears throat> all right. Uh, so, yeah, the winner of that one was God of War as well for best game direction, best narrative. We have uh, Detroit Become Human, God of War, Life is Strange 2. Marvel, Spider-Man, and Red Dead Redemption 2. And Red Dead won that one as well. So, um, I, I've stopped playing Red Dead. I've just got so bored of the game, I don't even you know. You just gotta get past. You're only on the like the legendary bear. You have to wait till you get attacked. You can't move. Then the game really picks up, and you won't put it down. Alright. Well, when I get bored over Christmas, I guess I'll do that. I'll be playing a lot of Smash, though. Like, a lot of Smash. <laughs> All right, um, best score, best score or music uh, in video games. We got Celeste, God of War, Spider Man, Nino Kino, Kuno, Nino Kuni, Yeah, thanks. I, uh, you know me, Japanese names. I, like I don't even want to say the guys, the composer's name, <laughs> Joe Hisaishi. I think that was right. Uh, Octopath Traveler and Red Dead Redemption Two. I found Red Dead Redemption Two didn't have a lot of music in it. Like it's, it does later on. Okay. All right. Like, if you listen, if you watch the whole vid, uh, video game awards, they actually bring in the composer yep. and play three of the songs. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so Red Dead Redemption 2 won that. That's why I was questioning it. Mm-hmm. So, best audio design. We have... Um, oh, I just scrolled down too fast. Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Forza Horizon 4, God of War, Spider-Man, and Red Dead Redemption 2. All these bigger repeat games are nominated for a lot of different things. Um, and Red Dead Redemption 2 won that one as well. Audio design. Well, yeah, you gotta... Yeah. You gotta That's like sound effects and stuff like that. Yeah, you gotta admit, like, they were good. Well, yeah, they got, you know, wagons don't freaking exist anymore, so they gotta recreate all the Wild West, um... Yeah. Sound effects, so... Yeah, for sure. Anyways, um... Best performance, uh... Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan uh, in Red Dead Redemption 2 was the winner. Um... I, yeah, it's just too, too many too many things to say. Games for Impact. What the what the hell is that? Games for Impact. Uh, um, we had Eleven Eleven Memories Retold, Celeste, Florence, Life is Strange Two, and the the Missing. So Celeste won that one. I haven't played Celeste yet. I haven't either. I've heard good things about it yeah. though. And Celeste also won Best Independent Game. Yep. I haven't heard any of the other independent games, mind you, now that I'm looking at it. Um, Best role-playing game was uh, won by Monster Hunter World, which I, was a shock to me. Yeah. Uh, best uh, mobile, we got Florence. Fortnite got, I don't think I've even heard of that. Fortnite got, uh, um, what do you call it, um, nominated for that, and so did PUBG Mobile. But I can't see those games. They're just not fun to play on mobile. <laughs> no, exactly. You get riggedy wrecked. <laughs> riggedy wrecked. Uh, best VR slash AR game. The winner was Astrobot Rescue Mission. Yep. And oh, Tetris Effect. Man, can you play Tetris in VR? That's badass. That's next level shit right there. So best action game. We uh, the winner was Dead Cells. And uh, best action adventure game. We have God of War. Yep. God of War did really good this year, and so did Red Dead Redemption Two, actually. Yeah. Best role-playing Be- game. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say best esports team is Cloud Nine. Cloud Nine. We'll get to the. I think esports is coming up here. Oh, maybe not. Um, yeah, we'll just skip ahead here to the best esports game was Overwatch. Best esports player was Dominique Sonic Fox. Um, yeah, the best esports team was uh, Cloud Nine. All right. Uh- couple other things. Uh, the Industry Icon Award this year went to Greg Thomas. Oh, oh um, there's a uh, content creator of the year uh, here as well. And uh, surprise, surprise, it went to Ninja. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably the most well-known streamer. Uh, they also nominated Dr. Lupo, Myth, uh, Pokemane, and uh, Willy Rex. Yeah, I between those, you, I kind of already saw Ninja winning it. I mean, yeah, like no, oh, I mean Doctor Lupo, you've heard of for sure. Lupo's good. Myth is great. I love watching Myth. Pokimane, um, she's really good too. She's branched out a lot more and just playing Fortnite. But um, I yeah, it's Ninja. You know, <laughs> you think of like uh, Twitch now, and his is the first name that pops up. Yeah, for sure. Um. I wonder what's going to happen to him once, like, Fortnite kind of trends out in a couple He'll years. He'll find another game. There's probably a couple. Yeah, but, like, he's going to take a hit for sure because, like, people watch him for Fortnite and then, you know, he'll probably lose, like, half his subscribers. Yeah. Like he did um, when he took two days off to go to E3. Yeah. That was- I can't say her name um, properly, but uh, the best esports host, Shoz... Jocks, Shujiks, FG, Shogs, S J O K I Z. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> she, um, she's gorgeous. Uh, I'll give her that. I just can't say her her actual uh, gaming handle or her actual name. Efi de Deporto Deport Whatever. She's a Belgian television presenter and esports player. That's funny. Um, all right, so that was the Game Awards. I think we should move on to our main attraction here, which is Smash Brothers. So uh, let me play that Smash Bros. theme again. Oh, that is not the Smash Bros. theme. There we go. Um, so 
I've been waiting for Ultimate for quite a while. They announced it actually at E3. So, but here's the thing about Nintendo is Nintendo releases complete games. Like they have a long, like we were talking about this the other day, they have a long development period. It's usually about four years and they really pump out a good game. And I feel like all these other big studios in North America, they just, they try to pump out a triple a title in two years and it's just not not achievable yeah. um so anyways yeah smash bros was really really good um i started I, I streamed yesterday for like six and a half hours so if you're uh wanting to watch any of that um, i watched for a little bit yeah you yeah you don't i'm making fun of you <laughs> i i kept looking at up and seeing you as being the viewer or whatever and i'm like man he's probably burning through his data like <laughs> It resets today, so I didn't really care. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, the uh, the main you know multiplayer Smash bet was really good. They put stage selection first, and uh, like there's so much customizable things in this game. It's it's really really good. Um, and it it feels this it feels familiar, you know. But there's uh, some characters have new moves moves in their move slots. Um. You only start with the original eight from the original Super Smash Brothers. That that's all you get, and then you just unlock everybody from there. I'm not sure what triggers unlocking anybody. I think it just literally picks at random every ten minutes for a new challenger to challenge you. Because mm. uh, oh, and then here's the other thing too: is if you lose, which I lost, like to every fucking challenger from like like for stupid deaths too, like um. I don't know the uh, the um, control stick. I'll push like B up, and yeah. if it's off by like one point, it'll be B sideways. I'm like the fuck. It's just super <laughs> frustrating. Anyways, I I think I can literally fix that by buying a pro controller. Yeah. So I had a good time watching you get wrecked by uh, Zelda. Oh, don't even fucking talk about that. We're gonna get into that. <laughs> fuck. Anyways, <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, anyway, so the, the multiplayer mode was, like I said, a lot of fun. I played tournament mode. I played the multi-man smash, which was uh, a lot of fun. And uh, what else? There's something else I played. Oh, the classic mode is really cool. Every uh, character has their own different classic mode. Um, it's just five fights and then the, and then a boss fight. And it's really, really cool. Excuse me. And then uh, the, the credits page, uh, when it rolls, you basically just get an OP, like, blaster. And uh, you're trying to shoot all the names, and you have to try to work up and get as much points as you can. And if you get over 1,400, you get a challenge thing unlocked. Hooray! So mm. yeah, uh, the challenges are. Remember in Brawl, I think it was Brawl, how laid out it was, like how how organized it was, the challenge mode, or the challenge challenges like panel. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like that in this game. The each challenge has a picture. And the picture is a different size, and it's all fit together like a fucking, like, abominational art piece. So, it's really hard to kind of keep track of all the challenges. That's what I found anyway. I don't, you have, have you been in the challenge area yet? No, I've only played, like, the free, just free play quickly to kind of remember the controls. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I'll, be, I'll probably get used to it anyway. Like, it's broken down into, like... Smash, um, Spirits, uh, Classic. It's like broken down into all the different categories, but it's just everything inside there is kind of jumbled up. It's kind of strange. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, so... So yeah, that's the main Smash bit. That's fine. I haven't played online. I'm streaming online today, which by the time this podcast probably gets published, um, probably will be too late. Um, but yeah, I'm streaming today uh, doing just online stuff. So it should be a lot of fun. I might break off every, you know, every once in a while and go back to spirit mode because it's a long, long mode. <laughs> and speaking of spirit mode, sorry, not breathing properly and I'm yawning. Um, it spirit mode is unique. I'll say that for sure. I'm playing on hard, and the only reason I'm playing on hard is because you get better shit when you when you win. And I haven't checked yet, but I'm very positive there's going to be a challenge for like beating. Um, spirits mode on hard. So I might as well just get that out of the freaking way right away. Um, so yeah, the, the idea of spirits mode is like basically everyone gets obliterated and in the first cutscene there's voice acting by the way, which kind of threw me off. Um, did you, yeah, you saw the first cutscene because you just started playing spirits. Yeah, well, yep. yeah. 
So yeah, that threw me off. Zelda's voice I kind of liked. Um, Pitt's voice sounded stupid, but whatever. Actually, no. Pitt's was kind of childish. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was like that in the in his game though, wasn't it? I don't remember him ever speaking, but that might just be because I haven't played a. Yeah, I think in the last um, Kid Icarus title, they he they had full voice acting. You sure that was a 3DS game? Yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure. Anyways, um, so yeah, voice acting aside, cutscene aside, so spirit mode, basically you start off as Kirby and that's all you can, all as you can play as, and you go around and you're trying to freeze a bunch of spirits, and you have to set a bunch of spirit, you have to set a primary spirit to fight with, and then you can set support spirits as well, which have different attributes, um, and you have to level up your spirits as well, and each spirit has has an attribute. So there's like it's like a rock paper scissors type of deal. So they got uh, speed, attack, and defense, and one is weak against one, but strong against the other. So when you're fighting a spirit, you'll look up and it'll say like it has high defense or something. So then then you'll know you need somebody who has high like jumping or whatever or speed or whatever it is um, to beat them. But if you beat them when you're at a disadvantage, you get better shit. So. The fighting is kind of unique in a way too, because you go to fight. Uh, say you'll fight a spirit, and it'll say, and it'll give you like a couple of um, mo mods to the to the to the map. For example, like it'll be like enemy favors, um, specials, and enemy jumps a lot or something. Like so, you have to so you kind of get an idea of what you're getting into. And then yeah. there's some fucking straight out of the bull's ass shit. Fuck. Oh, that Zelda one pissed me off. <laughs> Will literally watched my ass get kicked for like a solid 20 minutes. I was literally losing my goddamn marbles on stream. It was um, so good. Chris was watching you too. Yeah. He... <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it basically it said hostile uh, assist trophies will appear. And I'm like, all right, that should be fine. So I start playing this game and an and um aggressive assist trophies appeared like every 20 fucking seconds and they only attacked me they didn't attack anybody else and even if they were caught in the attack they it didn't affect them and i'm like the fuck so it's a one-sided total jerk off of me getting destroyed by zelda and this stupid bitch taking pictures oh i was so choked dude <laughs> yuri kanata <laughs> yeah i i was literally raging so hard and uh because what when she took a picture she made you immobilized for like five seconds plus gave you t an extra 10% damage just by taking your picture so then Zelda would come in and just rack up my damage for another like 40% and then I would try to like I just struggled so hard to like recuperate from that and then I, I never did <laughs> um, that was fun to watch I'm not gonna lie there was no sound yesterday was there they're on and off sometimes there was sometimes there wasn't that's annoying that's really freaking annoying because I I looked at the stream video la yesterday after I finished playing and there was a spot where there wasn't any sound. Yeah, that's that's kind of silly. Anyways, so um, there was a couple games like that. There was another one. Will, if you you weren't, did you watch the Yoshi one at all? No, but I saw the one after that, and you were telling me about the Yoshi. God, I spent probably a fucking good hour on those Yoshi ones. Okay, so um, it said uh, the attributes were enemy or players are easily launched, but the only one that was getting easily launched was fucking me because it was four like level nine Yoshis on a team versus me, and I was getting absolutely destroyed. And oh, like he would count. You know how he's like, "Ready, go!" Like as soon as he said "go," those four Yoshi's were on me, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" And I'm trying my best, and I'm I'm switching out spirits, and I'm trying to find something that's gonna work so I can beat them. But I basically had to run away until I got one of them by themselves, and then I just racked up his damage and KO'd him. And now I only have to fight three Yoshi's. It was just fucked. It was so stupid. So there's a couple of missions in there, well, that are like completely one-sided and not fair at all. And then there's other ones that are actually like a, cha a fair challenge and fun, but yeah. So it's a hit or miss for sure. Wasn't there one that kind of had like a Lion King type thing to it? How do you mean? Like the stampede. Oh yeah, no, that's that's uh, Yoshi's final smash is like the fucking scene from the Lion King where Mufasa <laughs> dies. It's like they literally throw the characters who got caught in this on the ground, and then a stampede of Yoshi's, ironically in the in the like African like wasteland, um, like come speed stampeding down the hill and run over them. 
<laughs> I'm like, that's... <laughs> I don't know how to feel with that. Maybe we're ready because the movie came out in 1994. <laughs> 25 years ago. Oh, we're all man. grown up now. So... Um, but yeah, so far I'm liking the game. Uh, I can't wait to play it, but I gotta go buy dog food. Um, and then play with my dog so it doesn't go insane. And then uh, I'll play some Smash after that. So if by chance someone's listening to this, you know, in the next two hours. I'm gonna upload it right away, but it, it takes a little bit for our Spotify and all that to update. So, um, yeah, that would be super. Um, so, um, what do you think? I think there's a lot to do in this game compared to last games. Like, I found that you just run out of things to do really quick in, in Smash Brothers. Like, yeah. you know? The only thing left to do is, like, the actual multiplayer Smash bit. Yeah, that's what I think. But, uh, I like, the Spirit mode, like, I haven't gotten to where you are. I just did the first one. It, it does look like it's going to be fun, but challenging. So, but I feel like it, it's going to give me a different side of Smash to play. Yeah. Um... Like, Subspace Emissary was interesting. It was interesting. It was fun to play through once, but I, I've tried playing through it again, and I can't, I can't, I can't do it. It's, yeah. yeah. It doesn't have any replay value. Oh, yeah, and the other, actually, the other complaint I have about this game is that it's, it's actually too easy to unlock characters. Like, I get you only start with eight, and there's 72 fucking characters to unlock. Yeah. But, like, there's no challenge to unlocking any of the characters, and as soon as you encounter them in spirits mode they're unlocked like you as soon as you encounter them and uh or sorry save their spirit so to speak then uh, then they're unlocked but mm. i like i remember in past games you had to meet a certain criteria to unlock each player which is what i was kind of expecting and what i was it kind of excited for it might slow down later on though but you said that guy unlocked all the characters in 90 minutes yeah, but he probably did something, and this is like a professional, like not a professional player, but this is a guy that knows his games. Yeah. All right, well, yeah. Um, yeah, like, for example, in the original Smash Bros., it was like play 10 games in Smash, and then Luigi comes as a challenger. Yeah. You know, like shit like that. You know, maybe beat 100-man Smash in like under three minutes or something, and then someone will unlock. Yeah, yeah, I remember those type of challenges. Those ones kind of pissed me off more than than anything, though. Yeah, um, but it's basically rewarding rewarding you for playing the game. Yeah, you know. So, I bet you though, there's still going to be some characters that are going to have like needed challenge rewards. Yeah, possibly because there's 72, right? Like, how many have you unlocked right now? Uh, not very many. I have like 13, maybe. 13, exactly. 13 or 14. And you're saying yeah. you're surprised how easy it is. Like, you wait. There's probably only a couple characters you can unlock through spirits, and the rest are through challenges or other game modes. Yeah. Um. So, Zelda came in as a as a challenger, and I'm like, all right, I'll fuck you up, Zelda. Um. So I was. I was fucking up Zelda real good. I had I had her at like 120, 130 percent. I'm just like literally waiting to line her up to finish her up, and then. Um, she literally attacked me, and then, like, the most ridiculous circumstances of, in of events happened, and I died. And I'm like, fuck off. Are you kidding? Like, I had, like, 35, 40%, and I it just, yeah. Anyways, um, so what this game does for, for blokes like me that fuck it up, um, is they have Challenger's Gate in the Games and Others, uh, section. So if you, I think, I think after five minutes, you can go back and re-challenge the challengers that have already challenged you. If, that makes if you sense. lose, yeah. If you lose, you can just challenge them right away. Uh, not well, not right away, but I give it five minutes. And then if you if you go to Challengers Road and die again, which happened to me, um, then uh, you have to wait like yeah five minutes, and then you go back, and then you can challenge them again. That's not too bad though. That's probably going to happen to me a lot. I'm not a very good Smash player. I just play for the fun. Yeah, um, yeah. You, are you are you going to be okay during our little event there? <laughs> uh, probably not. <laughs> yeah. All right. Shit. It's well. I think the first one we're gonna commentate. Okay. Well, you want to you want to share that now, or do you want to wait? Well, we still got a bit of planning, so let's uh, talk about the that event coming up maybe next week. All right. Next, join us next week for exciting news for uh, an event we're gonna do later, and we're gonna put it on YouTube, and it's gonna be amaze balls. Um. Anyways, yeah, we're gonna kill our friends. We're gonna kill our friends or kill ourselves. Um. I'd rather our friends. Yeah, in the uh, and, and we mean that in a figurative way. Um, 
but uh, yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be so much fun. I'm so excited. Um, anyways, so I think we reached the end of our rope here. Me and you just got up, and we got started today, and we got to play some Smash. So uh, anything left yep. uh, to say before we sign off? Uh, not really. <laughs> I'm gonna play some more Smash, and then I'll uh, see about getting my friend code out there so we can play uh, with some uh, of our listeners. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, we gotta figure out, can we play the actual game? Like, can I add you to, like, a party, per se? Not in just the online mode, and then play the game with you? I'm not too sure. I haven't figured out, uh, well, I haven't really looked into a lot of the online stuff. I know there's, like, there is online modes, but I just don't know if there's, like, campaign. Alright. We'll check it out. Yeah, we'll check it out. Anyways, thanks a lot for joining us, guys. Let us know on our Facebook page what you guys thought of the show. And uh, if you want to come onto the show ever, uh, just send us an email at videogamesnowinfo at gmail.com. And thanks a lot again, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Bye-bye. Talk to you later. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.